This is Monica Perez with post-debate coverage live on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. If you haven't heard my show before, I'm on WSB on Saturdays. I am a hardcore libertarian. So what you're going to hear from me about the debate tonight is a totally different take from what you hear from other people. But I want to get the conversation started. I don't want to give you all my impressions before I get some of yours. So... Uh, it's live. Give me a call, 800-972-8255 or 404-872-0750. Or you can tweet at me. I've been live tweeting the debate all night at Monica Perez Show. You can check out where I'm coming from. I got some uh, funny ones. I got one from a gal who uh, tweeted me a picture of Rand Paul, and it said, Rand Paul skipping debates before it was cool. And I thought that was funny because uh, I, I, my sister had told me last week, you know, Rand Paul skipping that debate seemed to have really pumped him up in popularity. He got all sorts of uh, street cred and he was on all the shows. And I noticed that. So Rand Paul then was back on the debate stage this week. He had been uninvited or not invited to the Fox Business News one two weeks ago. And he refused to do the second stage debate, the the uh, you know B-listers. He wouldn't do it. And of course, tonight on the debate, Trump said he wasn't going to do it. He was all in a, a tiff about Megyn Kelly. And I have to tell you, I really thought at a certain point there was a chance. This was just getting so ridiculous because I remember the last debate two weeks ago. It was the... Uh, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump smackdown, like get ready for shock and awe in the debate as these two huge personalities go at it. And then this time it was this, uh, I'm not talking to Megyn Kelly, so I can't go. And I, I just thought, wouldn't it be hilarious if he shows up at the last minute, like with a purple fur cape and an entourage like Justin Bieber and Floyd Mayweather, if you follow boxing, just go in there and, uh, you know, be a, a total jerk, total wrestling style. So I just I thought that would be hilarious. And then somebody posted on my Facebook page that Donald Trump actually is a wrestling personality. I That maybe vaguely rings a bell, but... I just really did not remember that. And so I looked him up. He's actually a WWE superstar with he's in their Hall of Fame. And there are these hilarious videos of him doing basically what I envisioned, like bimbos on each side. They had they play his theme music, which is money, money, money. It's just hilarious. And I, I thought this really is getting excessive that that this whole uh, Trump thing is getting out of hand. Now, I say something like that to my mom, who's, uh, she's considers herself a libertarian, but there's something about Trump she likes. I think it's just his plain speaking. So she defends him. She's like, I don't know why you think that this guy is phony. And, and even before the wrestling thing, he was a, a, um, the host of The Apprentice for 14 seasons. So I completely thought this guy, uh, that it was like, basically fake and that at some point he was going to bow out or do something kind of 
you know, I'm worried about my family or just something like that. And then it would open the field for Jeb Bush. That's who I thought was the heir apparent, but against all possible odds, because his brother actually made records for being the least popular president of all time. So I just figured what could possibly get Jeb Bush in the poll position, but uh, something so so that that polarizes the population so dramatically that they would would run to Bush just to save the party, you know, save the Republican Party. I posted about it on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, months ago, my, last year. I just saw, I just felt that that was coming. So today in the debate, I saw, uh, I, I didn't, you know, I, I was almost giving up on that theory of mine because Jeb Bush is like at 3%. I thought he was going to get kicked off the main debate stage. But this, but tonight, he, it was his best performance ever. He told, I thought he stole the show. By the end of it, I was like, wow, like he doesn't make my head hurt. Like he just sounds like a normal, sane, rational person. And I'm thinking, how can I possibly be thinking that? I am the most hardcore libertarian of all time. And this guy is the most establishment guy. He's going to give us war in Syria. I mean, he just he's calling ISIS their territory, the caliphate, because that makes it a country we can bomb you know it's it's he's setting up this war and for some reason i just find him uh more sober more tolerable than the other guys so my ranking of jeb had when i did my first gop ranking in august was that he was my ninth choice out of 10 candidates and tonight he i gotta i gotta say i'm not saying i want any establishment candidate to be president, but he just, he, I, I would say I hated him the least of all the people that I hated on the stage. I hated him the least. I love Rand Paul. I, I even for him, I was a little skeptical that he was going, uh, <clears throat> pivoting to the establishment because he thought it was the practical thing to do. And unfortunately he squandered his entire, <laughs> the entire base that his father had built up his father, Ron Paul, when he ran last time in Iowa, Rick Santorum and Mitt Romney got 25% of the Iowa caucus vote. And Ron Paul got 21%. And last year, or maybe even a year and a half ago, when they first started taking polls in Iowa, Rand Paul was the guy who got the uh, the most, the highest percentage and was beating Hillary in Iowa. Now, that was right in the beginning, but it was just because he was on the coattails of his father. So then when he was in the Senate and did some things that I, I thought were designed to make the Republicans accept him, he alienated this big and growing libertarian base. And I feel like he realized that was a mistake, and he's come back around, and, of course, we accept him. He's, he wasn't, like, really a traitor. I think he was just trying to be practical. But when I see the Donald Trump phenomenon, I feel like he is tapping into something that was also a part of the emotion that elevated Ron Paul to such popularity, that Ron Paul is a strict libertarian, totally principled guy. I really admire and respect what he says, and I liked him for that. But I wonder if some of what was great about him, what people needed from him, likes from him, is that he was clearly outside the establishment. He was clearly someone, unless you are even uh, more 
open to questioning the official narrative than I am. And I really question the official narrative. I mean, you could think that he was some kind of controlled opposition guy uh, trying to mess up the the libertarians. But if but as just generally, if you uh, if you see him, he was a legitimate outsider who was speaking truth to power or whatever was willing to challenge the establishment would speak back to the media which would hold his ground i mean he was he was in a a debate i think in south carolina where he said let's do the golden rule let's treat others the way we want to be treated and it was at some kind of like christian forum i can't remember where the debate was held but it was definitely they understood the golden rule and they started booing him And he just stood his ground and he just said, we don't need another war. And here we are in the same position. We're going to get everybody on that stage except for Rand Paul is going to give us a war in Syria. And they started talking about how Libya is a mess and that was Hillary's fault. And I'm thinking, how can you want to take out Assad, a secular leader, and not expect the same mess you got in Libya when you took out Gaddafi, a secular leader, and Iraq when you took out Hussein, a secular leader? That's what you're going to get. And Rand Paul is really the only person up there who ever questions that official narrative, that that makes sense. Every, no one else questions it, which is why there is no real debate on that. Even Trump doesn't question it. But my question to you is, does anybody who, you know, who's listening, who supports Trump, did you support Ron Paul also? Is Trump tapping into that thing that isn't so much that you agree with the principles or his philosophy or his recommendations, but just that you feel like he is somebody, A, who, who is going to make a good faith effort to, uh, to do what's best for this country. Like, this is what Trump is selling us. He, he wants to make a good faith effort to do what's best for this country and that he's going to be good at it. Like, those are the two things that he's selling us. But really, I I think if underneath it all is simply, like, the reason that I don't hate Ben Carson. He's up on the stage. He, he's not very impressive when it gets to the nitty-gritty. Uh, uh, he always says, well, I'll just get advisors. She'll tell me what to do. But he seems very trusting and naive, and I think... That's not going to be good because you're going to believe these guys. And just because they're generals doesn't mean they aren't also politicians. But the reason I am kind of open hearted towards him is that he seems to be a uh, an honest person. And and you just kind of want an honest person, which is funny because it kind of that philosophy kind of turned me around on Jeb Bush up there as they were. I think it might have even been been a Jeb ad or maybe it was as they were introducing him. They showed a clip of him speaking from a podium, and behind it, it was uh, the this CFR, Council of Foreign Relations, backdrop. And I was, I, I'm an anarcho-capitalist. I'm an extreme libertarian. I think the Council of Foreign Relations is is the the equivalent of a shadow government. Like, I really think that who we hire to be the president, anyone who can get to that level, Republican or Democrat, is really working not for us, but for those guys. So here's Jeb Bush in front of this thing, and I'm thinking, you know, at least what you see is what you get with this guy. You know, I mean, it's crazy, because I honestly believe the government does more harm than good, and that those guys are want to institute a world government which would rob us of all of our liberties. Yet, I, 
uh, I just get some sense of relief after the the rest of who I consider it seems to me to be absolute frauds on that stage for the most part. I feel like this guy at least uh, is what he is. You know, you can read entire books about his family's dealings in that shadowy world of government for, I think, 100 years. But still, after the circus that we have been subjected to, I actually think I saw an ad for a Showtime uh, like documentary or whatever called The Circus. And it's about this presidential campaign cycle. And I'm thinking, is this, have we been subjected to the next generation of the Truman Show? Is this really Trump? And those guys cooked up a real reality show. But the twist is that we don't know it's a reality show. And I'm not even kidding. I really actually think there's a chance of that. But I want to know what you think. I'm going to start playing uh, clips of the debate. This is Monica Perez. I am live with post-debate coverage on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. And you can call both. uh, We have two numbers, an 800 number, 800-972-8255 and 404-872-0750. Or you can tweet at me. At Monica Perez Show. And uh, after this, I want to play a couple of, have a soft spot for Rand, a couple of uh, clips from him on immigration. You might not know the real story of libertarians with immigration and libertarians on foreign policy coming up next. Coverage of the Republican debate live from Iowa. Sponsored by Renters Warehouse on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are back. This is Monica Perez with a live post-debate coverage on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. Talking about the debate tonight, I'm a libertarian, going to give you a little bit of a different perspective. I was kind of wondering where the Trump guys come from. If, If you are a Trump supporter, if you supported Ron Paul in the day, do you identify with Tea Partiers? Do you think you would have been a Ross Perot type? I just uh, want to I, I'm, I want to understand if Trump is really appealing to that disaffected group of Republicans, the whole bunch of them, or like a smaller section. 800-972-8255 or 404-872-0750. I'm going to go to Benny in Calhoun. Benny, you're on with Monica. Monica. Benny. I'm going to make it short, okay? Okay. Because I'm proud of this country. I gave six years during, during Vietnam evacuation. And I don't I don't call myself a liberal as you do, okay? Or a libertarian. Stuff. I'm a libertarian, a libertarian, not a liberal. Okay, okay libertarian. <laughs> what I like for the people of this fine country, stop living in a daydream. And do what Roosevelt said. Pick up your shovels and go back to work. And stop asking for handouts. Uh, Trump, I'm voting for him. I wasn't going to because I thought he was a mouthpiece on his shows. But uh, the man shows that he's for this country. Cruz shows that somebody needs to eliminate all these taxes because that's why we over here, uh, we took from the Indians, which is my ancestors, okay, to get away from high taxes, and when you and you know, 
And Bush, why would anyone want to vote for Bush again when he's all about the oil? I don't even know why he's still in the race. I mean, I I feel like the fix is in with him. It it must be. He's got all the money. What is he doing? Nothing. And and same thing with Hillary. I know. She ran the country. Uh, and she told Bill what to do. You know, well, if she, you know, the American people felt sorry for her, and that's how she climbed the pole. But she, she knows she's responsible for Boise or whatever that country is over there. They made a mistake. All I like to know is I wish I had a representative that would ask all these politicians, uh, you know, what happened to our military? What happened to the strength of the United States? And you know something? I love all types of people. I, I travel the world. And they want the same thing we want, okay? Yeah, and it, and it comes down to liberty and justice for all, which are not uniquely American, but I do wish that we would have it at least here. I don't think Libya was a mistake. I think it was on purpose. I think they destroy these countries on purpose. And I think they did it in Libya, they did it in Iraq, and they're going to do it in Syria. I think the Bushes and the Clintons were the ones behind all that. And that when and if we get another president from either of those families, we are going to get more of it. And I think the only way that people were going to start to fall for that again is if other candidates scared them. Like Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump, they scare a lot of people because they're polarizing, they're extreme, and they will get out the vote just to not have them in there. So the biggest Hillary vote would be the not Trump vote, and the biggest Bush vote would be the not Bernie vote. That's really what I think might be going on. But what do you think? This is Monica Perez. I am here with live post-debate coverage on WSB in Atlanta, KRMG in Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. And you can call the 800 number, 800-972-8255, or 404-872-0750, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Check out my live tweets during the debate to see where I'm coming from, and give me a call. Tell me what you think. Senator Paul, go ahead. Thank you. The issue in Syria is a very important one, and it's one we need to get right. The question is, should we be bombing both sides of the war? Some want to topple Assad. In fact, they want to bomb ISIS and Assad simultaneously. I think that's a really, really bad idea. In fact, I've said for several years that arming the allies of ISIS will make the situation worse. That what we really need to do is defeat ISIS, but if you defeat Assad, what you will wind up with is a larger and more powerful ISIS that occupies that space. You may may well see an ISIS that takes over all of Syria. That was Rand Paul in tonight's GOP debate. And this is Monica Perez with post-debate coverage live on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. We're talking about anything you want to talk about the debate. I'll tell you, I come from a libertarian perspective it's uh, Benny before the break called and thought I was a liberal, which is I'm at, they stole liberal from liberty. But that's not what it's all about. I'm a libertarian. I, uh, I believe that government actually does more harm than good. So I'm an extreme fiscal conservative. I uh, don't think the government has any right to legislate your personal life at all. And I think wars need to be just wars and that the primary 
right of all people and nations is the right to self-defense. That is the number one right. And uh, I defend that strongly. So what Rand Paul is talking about is uh, that we can't, it's not defensive to go uh, blow up Assad. It was not defensive to blow up Gaddafi or Hussein. It spread the terrorism like wildfire. So sometimes being defensive is not the same as being offensive. Anyway, I'll say the numbers again. 800-972-8255-404-872-0750. I want to hear what you have to say a little back and forth. You're not hearing from me what you what you get in the mainstream. Uh, going straight to calls, I've got Wayne in Douglasville. Hi, Wayne. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, Wayne? Pretty good. Just working a little bit. Well, I'm glad I can keep you company. What you got for me? Well, I've been reading the Constitution. I'm with Rand Paul on not collecting all my phone records. It's just an overstep of the government. That's and Wayne... Yeah, let me just say, interrupt you for a second. I went to Stanford Law School. I went to where, like, the Supreme Court justices went. And I'll tell you, I did not fully understand the Constitution until I got one of those little red copies of it from my dad. And I just read it. And you can just read the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment. It's crystal clear, like these warrantless things. You don't need to read a thousand pages of opinion. It's like one sentence. You can't have, you can't take people's stuff without a warrant saying what you're looking for and who you're after, right? I mean, it's just plain as can be. It is plain. And what I'm finding out, the federal government has no jurisdiction over the Bill of Rights. They only have about 18 things they can do. Exactly 18 things. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'm excited because nobody ever looks at it that way. I'm I'm learning, but we need to get everybody else to learn that they don't have no right over the Second Amendment. They have no right over it. No jurisdiction. A lot of the things they were talking about today in the debate was uh, they were talking about things that clearly are not under the federal purview, according to the Tenth Amendment, which reserves everything except for those 18 things. And if Anybody's interested on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. I did a show on the Constitution, just like a, a maybe it was 10 minute little excerpt. I just went through what those 18 things were and the Bill of Rights. That's the Constitution in a nutshell. You can look that up. Maybe I'll repost it on Facebook after the show. But uh, those people up there who want to create jobs and replace Obamacare with another health care program are com- just completely or making gay marriage or even abortion federal issues. Those that's why Roe versus Wade is unconstitutional. It makes abortion a federal issue. And Rand Paul actually brought that up. If you these guys act like they're constitutionalists, but they're really not at all, except for the polls, I think. I loved him. I know he ain't got a lot of support, but he's right on target with the law. He is right on target. I totally agree with that. And and Christie was a federal prosecutor, and he thinks he accused Rand Paul and Ted Cruz in the last debate of arguing about how many angels can dance on the head of a pin because they were discussing the requirement for a warrant in the Fourth Amendment. And Rand Paul's an eye doctor. I mean, it's he. It's so simple to understand it. It, it takes a politician to twist it that badly. I'm going to Michael in Atlanta. Michael, you're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. You, you know, um, I. 
I was kind of iffy with Trump, but him not being in this debate really put me more on his side. Being really? Focus on Cruz and Rubio, uh, getting able to hear more about them and less about everybody attack Trump. It really solidified my position with Trump. I mean, really? his positives for me, such as not having donors running his own campaign, uh, not being politically correct. Um, Here's something weird, though, Michael. I have to ask you this question. From the very beginning, the only reason I have been suspicious of Trump from the beginning is, out of nowhere, unlike his previous announcements that he wanted to run for president and totally the opposite of how they treated Ron Paul, they the media gave him nonstop, around-the-clock attention. They even covered news stories and referred to him during it. They They... CNN reported that El Chapo, within 24 hours of escaping from prison, sent a nasty tweet to Donald Trump. I mean, stuff that's just can't even could not possibly have been true or verified or whatever. It seems like the media and the establishment, as much as they say they dislike him, they play into it by giving him a lot of free press, which is why he doesn't really need that many donations. Do you not smell a rat with that? What could possibly explain that? Uh, look at what just happened. Uh, this is yeah, a move by Trump that allowed us, the voters, to focus more on the politicians that were on the stage and less on him. By being able to focus on the, the politicians on the stage, I got to hear about more about their positions, things I was questioned about, not about the show of Trump. Um, but because I got to hear more about their positions, Rubio with the Gang of Eight, he just, he, he really solidified, hey, he wanted to allow legal, illegals to, to have amnesty, to stay here. Cruz felt the same way at some point. So at some point in time, money or, or uh, uh, ideas or trying to get things passed allowed these two conservatives to say, hey, it's a great idea to allow illegals to be here for amnesty. Let's yeah, and Fox that. did out them on yeah. those contradictions. The uh, I do want to talk about at the top of the hour, I'm going to talk about the libertarian position on immigration, which is not uh, it's it's a very nuanced position because it's a competing rights issue, unlike other things like gay marriage, which is not other people's business or straight marriage. No marriage is anybody's business. But the immigration issue is a competing rights issue. It gets uh, very nuanced in the libertarian view. Rand Paul had something to say about it. I'm going to get to that at the top of the hour. Uh, I'm going to uh, keep getting your views on uh, the whole debate. 800-972-8255-404-872-0750. I'm going to Steve and Clayton. Steve, you're on with Monica. Hey, Miss Monica. Steve Morgan here. Listen, I, I just I want to make it quick. I am... I am just so amazed that the American people can fall. They fell for it with Obama when he ran. But the other difference between Obama is he said what he was going to do. Trump is making promises. There's no way he could keep. You or me can stand up and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. He has no, he has not explained how he's going to do it. We got people that's going to put this guy in office. And there's nothing more than the, than the uh, uh, media would love for him to get elected as a Republican nominee because 
They know he would be the easiest bait on I think. I think that's true. I go back and forth. It seems to me, and, I, and this is really down the rabbit hole. If you haven't heard my show before, I'm a libertarian, but I, I, I my position is also unusual in another way in that I, I literally do not believe on faith anything that the mainstream media tells me. I just simply don't believe it without evidence any more than I would believe something on the Internet. So when I see this whole Trump thing, I, I kind of smell a rat and I wonder what's really going on. Is it is he there to throw to Jeb and give Jeb the nomination and the presidency? Or is he there as the only person in the world who could get the Hillary vote out? Because there's I was looking at this uh, chart in The Wall Street Journal today and it shows Trump as having this like historically unprecedented negative, like net negative rating where But if you take the people who like him and subtract the people who dislike him, he's got like a negative 28. And then Hillary is a distant second and Jeb is behind her. So if you want Hillary and Jeb, the only person who could possibly make either of them look attractive is somebody who polarizes people just like that. I'm not knocking Trump. I know. I'm telling you, my mother gets so mad when she thinks I'm knocking Trump. I'm not. I'm just suspicious that uh, that we're being played with a little bit. Not to mention that he has had 14 seasons as a reality show host and is a Hall of Famer of the WWE. He's a wrestling superstar. Look that up. I just thought that was kind of funny. I'm going to Brian in Atlanta. Hi, Brian. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. What? A, are you there? Yes, I am. Are you? I am. What <laughs> to hear from you at any given time of day or night. I, I love your show, and, and it's great to have you on tonight. I, I thought that... Not having Trump in the room was a breath of fresh air. Seven years now, I have had to listen to Obama's me, 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 me. And I'm afraid we're just going to get that pendulum swinging far to the other side and, and, and kind of in the same direction. I am proud of any of those guys that were up there tonight over the thought of Hillary or Bernie Sanders. And and your caller before last, he was he was saying just the opposite that by, you know, Trump not being on on there that he got to listen to more about, you know, the substance of, well, those were only three or four minutes, it, it, you know, he to go back and check the records of of actual crews and or even, even just their platforms, like what they say. I don't even you know flip flopping. I get it. I don't like it, and obviously they're a bunch of liars for the most part. But you can even just look at their their positions on the issues and. Uh, and make your opinion there. They don't get too into it on the debate, but I felt that it did kind of like not make my head hurt to watch the debate because it was a conversation, and and even Cruz not really talking a lot made it better. I thought I could actually sit there, but you know what? It's just like this: uh, totally transform America. I heard that there was no way, and just great again, great again, great again, great again. Well, how? Great again, great, great, great again, great again. Okay, there you go. I mean, I got yeah, it. It really is reminiscent of Obama's just completely empty hope and change promise. And it was a real thing, like on purpose. He did not vote in the Senate because he wanted to be a blank slate onto which people could project their hopes and dreams. And I feel like whoever uh, designed, I really feel like Trump's campaign is much better thought out than he wants you to think. Whoever is the genius behind it pulled different elements like from Ron Paul's popularity from Obama's success and in this totally unique presentation underneath it all kind of has uh, draws the same emotions out very very clever 
This is Monica Perez with post-debate coverage live on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. We are taking calls till 2 a.m. on 800-972-8255-404-872-0750, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I was live tweeting the debate and some really... When you do it live, it can get really funny and clever, and you get some laughs. So if you don't use Twitter, sign up for it. Check me out, at Monica Perez Show. Anthony, hold on. I'm getting to you right after the break. Coverage of the Republican debate live from Iowa. Sponsored by Renters Warehouse on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Monica Perez with post-debate coverage live on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. We are talking about the debate tonight, having a lively conversation, 800-972-8255, or you can call 404-872-0750. I'm going to Anthony in Atlanta. Hi, Anthony. You are on with Monica. Hi, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm fine. I am an African-American, and I'm a social and fiscal conservative. And I want to give you, as an informed African-American, I want to give you uh, an African-American perspective on a couple of these candidates. Okay, quick. you have one whole minute. I'll okay, got let you. you go. Okay. First thing is, Rand Paul makes a lot of sense, just like his father Ron Paul made, which is why he's not going to get anywhere, because unfortunately... People don't want somebody who makes sense. They want people who tell them what they want to hear. Thus, that's why Donald Trump is uh, high in the polls. Thirdly, we know that, and a lot of people are forgetting, that polls do not accurately reflect public opinion. They actually influence public opinion. The next thing is with Hillary, I don't think that Hillary's, uh, that the emails are going to really hurt her that bad in the general election if she gets the nomination. And unfortunately, I don't think Benghazi is going to hurt her that bad either because that goes all the way back to Reagan and the, the uh, Iran-Contra thing with all of the North and weapons for hostages and all that kind of stuff. We've been doing things um, in terms of weapons with Sy- through Syria, through Turkey, et cetera, for decades. So I don't think it's going to hurt her, the general American public, because I don't think they really are that informed on it. Now, um, Anthony, i got to stop yeah. you. Uh, I agree. You have nailed so many important things. First of all, polls do influence opinion. And I was just reading in the uh, an article about the UK where their polls totally did not predict the outcome of the recent national election. And they were just right. like, oh, yeah, they did it wrong. And I'm thinking they didn't do it wrong. They told you the wrong thing on purpose exactly. because they wanted to change the outcome. Or, uh, you know, there was some funny business. I thought that was a cover-up. And uh, the email gate and Benghazi thing, I agree completely. It is not going to hurt her. It's smoke and mirrors. They cannot dig into Benghazi because it's both. it's totally both sides of the aisle. There's just no way. And my last comment, Monica, is that Trump, you know, I'm I'm a I'm in Atlanta and I'm the owner of a business development firm. And if we had to consult Trump, we would have told him to do exactly what he's doing. He's basically making outrageous statements and he's getting media coverage everywhere and dominating the the field or the the arena without having to spend any money. Yeah, and he, he really gets a it. Genius tonight, Monica, where he actually. 
did that thing for the veterans because it made him bulletproof. Yeah, they couldn't make fun of him. I thought the exact same thing. It was so genius. And uh, you make me, your mind made me think he reminds me of Crazy Eddie. I'm from New York. Crazy Eddie was crazy and got big ads. This is Monica Perez with both post-debate coverage live on WSB Atlanta, KRMG Tulsa, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and on News 96.5 WDBO in Orlando. You can call, enjoy the uh, conversation till 2 a.m., 800-972-8255 or 404-872-0750 or tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.